You are listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review Podcast. We find little nuggets, treasures, valuable pieces of gold in the Joe Rogan Experience Podcast and pass them on to you, perhaps expand a little bit. We are not associated with Joe Rogan in any way. Think of us as the talking dead to Joe's walking dead. You're listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review. What a bizarre thing we've created. Now with your host, Adam Thorne. This might either be the worst podcast or the best one of all time. One, go. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. We got some reviewing to do. Joined as always by Toddly. Good morning this morning, buddy. Well, it is the morning. Buddy. Could be any time when they, people are listening. Well, it's morning here. It is true. And it feels great. It is true. Who we got this week? We have Mark Zuckerberg. That's a big one. That's a big guest. I'm surprised... In some ways, he came on, but fair play to him. Alex Berenson, suing Twitter. Love that guy. Aaron Rodgers, football legend. Uh, Skipping over the Mike Baker one, if you want to scare yourself about China, it will freak you out. He's a pleasure as always, but it, it just freaks you out. That's, that's and we and we skipped our boy Dylan last week. Which go watch his some of his specials. God, he's funny. He's so good. Tim Dylan. Yeah, on. let's start with Mr. Zuckerberg. Adam, mm. why don't you start with this guy? Take the floor. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. He's on. I love that he's been doing jujitsu too. You know, you always just see him as such an unapproachable kind of nerd of a guy. Well, he's and definitely one of the biggest nerds. I mean, but that's okay. That nerds make cool things. But that, that you want the nerds making computer things. Yeah, I get and it. And programs, and they're good at it. Who do you think's nerdier, him, like him in his it, like now, or Bill Gates back in the day? If you were to compare them at the same age, <laughs> dude, definitely Bill Gates. Billy. Bill Gates yeah, never Bill, did any MMA. Yeah, Billy wasn't surf foiling in the in Hawaii. I do like that about Zuck. Yeah, I don't even know if if Bill Gates ever even worked out. Who knows? But yeah, that it was I was surprised to see him on. What what give me some highlights here. What was your what are some things that stood out? Well, I mean, a big part of what he was pushing is defending social media and Facebook. And he did look, a lot of that. He's obviously representing that company and he has his own dialogue for defending it for 20 years or however long he's made it. It was yeah, yeah, crazy. But if let's say that we take his word for what he believes to be true, just for the sake of saying that, right? Let's assume he's not a liar, and not to say he's right about what he's saying, but to himself he's not lying. He believes what he's saying, and this is, like, what he was talking about on that podcast is his vision for the uh, for Facebook and Instagram, and it's what he's trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... It must be so it, messy to kind of keep all that stuff together. I mean, it really, yeah. you really have to think when you watch like the social dilemma and those things, it almost makes the, the social media platforms seem like these giant conspiracy theory propaganda creating machines. Like that's their intention. Maybe it's an unintended consequence. And I'm not trying to defend what it is, but there's a lot to unpack. Well, screw it. How. 
how can you decipher the type of information that you put on that? He's saying that they spent $5 billion, and he called it a defense budget, which was kind of hilarious. Kind of creepy. And creepy. um, To get rid of the, the bots and the trolls and the... Fake pages that are taken being taken down. I mean, that's a huge amount of money. But huge. when you know what though, when Rogan brings up the nineteen different you know Christian sites that were run by Russians and like Macedonians and stuff, and he and and Zuckerberg claims to not know what he's talking about, that kind of stuff. I'm just like, really, dude. You you know you've heard this before. It's, Come on, it's unlikely right, he hadn't right. heard of that. Yeah, exactly. So that's a bit disingenuous, I would the, imagine. There was some disin, in, disingenuity. <laughs> there was some disingenuous things, I thought. I mean, when he was trying to defend himself. But look, the guy gets a lot of shit, obviously. He's he, a, like, he, any like anybody who's that famous. So you got to give him a bit of a break. I do like the his sentiment seemed genuine, although when he kept trying to basically say that it wasn't that big of a deal for all these Russian companies to basically take over Facebook and use all these political ads. He was trying to defend himself on that one, and I call bullshit pretty hard. That one was, yeah. You know, he went on and on and on at the end. But, I, I, like you said, he has a lot to deal with, and it seems like he's spending a lot of money on trying to tackle the so-called it. defense budget mm-hmm. to get rid of bullshit. Well, what was crazy is when he said that's bigger than the like military defense budget of most other countries. That must be true. It, it's an incredible amount of money that that's he's crazy. spending. And, you know, imagine if he wasn't even spending that. With as messed up as we know these social media platforms can be, imagine yeah. if his budget was only $300 million, you know, less than 10 times smaller. It would be in a disaster out there. Because people are just gaming the system. Companies are, countries, you know, anyone that's into kind of propaganda or misinformation. There's ways to do it. You have a lot of access on those uh, platforms. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it was interesting to hear about how, you know, we all know how politically divided we are in this country, in America, but in the United States. But when when he started saying that other countries who use Facebook aren't getting divided. Well, yeah, because the, there's not a bunch of ads about political opponents on there, right? Isn't that the reason why we become so divided on fa- Facebook, to me, is part of that, I, I think. Sh- I would imagine they have political ads in other countries on Facebook. Well, he was, you know, he's saying, according to the data, you know, we're, we're the most divided, right? And if you look at Facebook, you can see how divided we are because people are so intertwined with their technologies and bitching about other people all the time. Yeah, you know whether it's Twitter or Facebook or whatever. He did mention that other countries you don't see that political divide, divide like you do here on Facebook, which is strange. Yeah, I mean, but also we got to take his word for that. Yeah, who knows? What about the hologram thing that they spoke about at the beginning? All the AR stuff and VR stuff, having the glasses. Well, they I checked out those uh, Ray Ban glasses that like take pictures, and they're like three hundred bucks. Uh, it's it seems kind of goofy. It's like, who needs the... T- and, and a bit creepy. Joe called that out. You know, you could cover that light and just be creepy. 
could be like, yeah. you know, the old guy at the swimming pool just filming everybody. I mean, right? <laughs> right. He's I mean, you can kind of do that on your phone now, but it's it's more obvious because you're holding the phone up. It's like, it's, you're, like, it's like you're a spy now with your little Google or Google glasses didn't really work. So how is this going to work? How is this going to uh, be any well, different? Snapchat had glasses for a while, too. That didn't, didn't really work. catch on. Um, I think just inevitably in time, it will happen because... You're just going to, like, technology gets better, the things get smaller, you can fit stuff in, um, that kind of thing. I mean, it's it's going to happen. But the idea of AR, the augmented reality, is a great idea. Imagine if one day we just have a contact in our eye. Yeah, it's cool. And it can, like, zoom, take a picture. Turn on the projector for your TV. Yeah, or just, like, send an email and you're just, like, winking or however it works. Or I mean, reading somebody's mind. I mean, that shit's going to go down too. Rogan always talks about that. But mm. what the hologram thing that he kept mentioning, like, how soon is it going to be where you and I are just playing a game of cards, or do, or I'm a guest on your podcast, or vice versa, and all of a sudden you're not in the room with me, but it sure as hell feels like it because you're a hologram. Well, I don't think it was really a hologram. It just projects it. So if you're if you've got your glasses the future, on though, in the future, he they were talking about it, right? No, I think it was just through the like the different types of Oculus devices. So so imagine wearing glasses yeah. that you can see through, and you see the room like normal. Now all of a sudden, we want to Google something and see no, it. I, I get we just, that. It just puts it on the wall, but both our glasses can see. It's not a hologram, though. No, no, no. So, so the hologram part, what they, what they were talking about, is when this gets... So Joe asked uh, Zuckerberg, hey, how far into the future is it going to be where, it's, where it feels so real that we don't know the difference? And Zuckerberg claimed that it was, that was pretty far out. Like, that could be 20, 30 years from now. But... What is going to happen if you have like an inanimate object, like a deck of cards? You remember he was talking about playing mm-hmm. playing cards with Rogan, yeah, and like something sitting on the table could be there as a hologram, but not really there, right? Like the cards aren't really there, but they're there as a hologram. Oh, essentially, I still thought that that was all through the. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it is. I don't think he said that it. it there's like some other machine in the room that is producing holograms. Uh, no, no, no. The holograms being the thing that's on the glasses, like an inanimate object, so they could recreate that through a computer so it looks real as you're playing. Like it looks like I'm passing you a card, you're passing yeah, it yeah, back, right? That can't be too far away. Isn't, isn't that hologram? Kind of. Oh, that's what I was envisioning. Yeah. I mean, it kind of is. Um, because that's how you get it to look like I'm actually passing it to you, right? Instead of it just yeah, But being it's on all the in the glasses. Okay. Right? It just projects it. I mean, well, it's that's still crazy. right in front of your face. That's and crazy. then both of you can see the same thing and move it around. I mean, you basically can do that with Oculus now anyway. I guess I haven't played, played with the AR stuff enough. I know you have. I've seen your glasses, and they're cool as shit. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, 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 it's fun. It's not real I don't enough, use it a lot. But it's not real enough for me to think that you're in the room, and that's the kind of stuff that they were mentioning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That'd That's be pretty cool. It's kind of scary, too. Well, I think um, on, was it Burke Kreischer has set a thing up where he's he films in, like, the 360 oh, camera. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you can, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if this is available yet or if it's something that they're doing, but you can put on, like, VR. Yeah. And it's like you can sit in the room with it them maps and the watch, room. watch them do a podcast and right. look around, and it's kind of like you're there. 
Right. I'm sure Rogan's going to do something similar eventually. Because it takes a map of the room and that doesn't change. Yeah. Right. So that's ba- that's essentially what that that's how I was hearing it. Like that's your hologram, right? These inanimate objects that you can recreate, like a deck of cards or an orange sitting on the table. It's like, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. kind of like that that SketchUp. Sure. Yeah. Um, you, similar. You can pass like imaginary notes to each other. Yeah, that stuff's definitely going to start happening because it'll just be useful. They find ways to make it useful, and pretty crazy. It's pretty. Yeah, I like. I like the idea of it. It'd just be interesting to see where it goes. What is the thing that they're doing with the, the metaverse, right? They're trying mm-hmm. to di- make a world. Yeah. Where people create things and you have different stores you can buy things from. It's it's confusing to me. I'm not nerdy enough to ever play that, but maybe I should stop using the term nerdy. I'm not futuristic enough for this. Technical. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm technically technic- challenged. That's not true. I'm on a computer every day. I know so much about emails, bro. Okay. You're good, good with your emails. <laughs> I can type fast. Yeah, I don't... His... Definitely his... Um, kind of attitude towards it is that it's a net positive meaning oh it help people connect better and people that can't get out and i've got a feeling it's going to do something similar to the kids that just sit in their basement it's playing weird to me. dungeons and dragons all day it's like you can lose yourself in those worlds because interacting in the real world is harder well, more we criticism. All, we've all heard difficult. of or know kids that are, that's all they do is play on that. I mean, we, I had kids in high school who, you know, not in high school, maybe more like when we were a little bit younger who just played video games, but there was a, it was a very small amount. Don't you think that amount of people that are doing that now is getting much larger? Well, that, yeah, because to the, me, that's scary. But the games are better, they're more interactive. And I guess I'm I mean, glad I, I'm glad I didn't have to deal with that crap growing well, we, up. Well, we were in high school in the 90s. Yeah, they, I was they playing didn't have, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of these like online games back then. They had some. I mean, look, it, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I just think again, it's one of those things. You, you, it's all about moderation, just like drugs and alcohol and anything else. Like, see, to me, like you don't want to be just stuck sitting around in the metaverse all day and dinking around in your basement. Mm-hmm. But I don't know enough about what it's going to be like. Like, if you could actually make money in the metaverse, then great. Give some of those people who don't like to be social human beings, give them something to do in their room. I mean, that's well, great for them. You will be, I'm sure. You right? can do your job in the metaverse. So cool. So that's great for them. I don't really understand it. I don't think I would be that into it. But I like the idea of a podcast, being able to do a podcast with someone who's not in the room but have have it feel like they are. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it opened things up for that. I, what I hope is if you take the people that have had unhealthy lifestyles and stuck on, you know, online gaming in their basement forever, it, there needs to be some protocols in there that identify what's unhealthy about it. You know, they like switch it off after so many hours. They, it gets you to work out. Oh, Maybe there's a virtual You're personal being way trainer. Too positive about this right now. What I just I just think but you of can't the dude. stop it. No, I'm I'm not saying you should stop it, but I don't think people are going to be using it as much for, unless unless you think they're going to be using it like Peloton. Maybe yeah, there probably will be those types of games. But I just think of the dude in South Park, the fat old guy smoking cigarettes who's beating everyone in World of Warcraft. He's like kicking Stan's ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's going to make them. Of course it is. You know, It's going to make them but because that, that's a world that's the, where they're popular and Maybe successful. that's the minority, though. Hope, I don't know. 
I don't know enough about it, man. Mm. Like what he like Zuckerberg was mentioning that there was just as many sales of this VR or augmented reality glasses as there are PlayStations. Did you hear that? Yeah, I think that's true. It's kind of cra- I mean, so obviously it's lot. very popular. Mhm. Yep. And this is just the beginning. I mean, it's what is he on now? The Oculus Quest 2. I think they call it the Meta 2 now. I don't know. They changed the name. But that's not many uh, versions of it. Think with the PlayStation, they've done five. You wait till they've right. done five of these things. Right. They're going to get super dope. And yeah. when people have asked me, like, is it worth getting yet? Or should I wait for the newer ones, the better ones? I'm like, it's pretty freaking fun now. Well, if you're into that sort of thing. If you guys want to come to the Stude when you're up in Bozeman, Montana, we've Absolutely got Pac-Man. No. Pac-Man. No. It's, we're not <laughs> giving out open invitations for people to stop by. Pac-Man. It's true. We do have a Pac-Man. That's classic. Classic game. Keep it simple. The big thing with him, though, is he has three and a half billion people that engage with his different platforms. What does he have now? He has Instagram. That's huge. Facebook, obviously, still big, even though it seems like only grandmas use it and you still. Yeah, I still use it. I like baby photos and dog photos. (laughs) Because you do. What's, <laughs> WhatsApp is massive, obviously. But I think it's it's really big in the U.S., but it's not used all that much. But in Europe, for sure, it's used a In ton. Mexico, you use it to get illegal substances. Allegedly. Yeah, right. Allegedly. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they these are... Imagine having the attention of that many people and trying to decipher your way through it. I mean, even with it's a crazy. $5 billion budget... Uh, yeah, I mean, good luck, guys. Yeah, because, I mean, Facebook does seem to be dying, so hopefully the metaverse is the new thing for Mark and he can keep his legacy going instead of dying out like MySpace. But mm. he does have, like you said, he's got Instagram and WhatsApp. He's not going anywhere. I mean, those two aren't going anywhere. But Facebook is, I mean, even, you know, kids in their 20s aren't using it. Even late 20s, 30s aren't are not using it. And d- so does that mean little kids aren't using it at all? Like I, are, do, I don't know. I think they're I, just doing... F- I'm sure it's doing TikTok, fine. right? It just, it, just TikTok? it just seems like people don't use it as much, but I think that, you know, there's more people now online than ever before and more people in general. So, you know, they're logging in. They're Grandma, doing that. Grammy. Grammy's what about the, in. the Hunter Biden stuff? Well, yeah, he was a bit wishy-washy on that, wasn't he? Well... He was a bit wishy-washy. He said that they did that the FBI put him on put it on high alert, which nobody knows what that means. Did that mean does that mean they called him and said, "Hey dude, you got to take this down?" He he was claiming Zuckerberg was claiming that they just had it so it wasn't going out to as many people. So they basically flagged it, but it was still going out to people, which to me meant like you flagged the fuck out of it. What are you talking about? Like I don't know. It seemed like a cover up. His answer seemed like a cover up. To do me. you, but like to Rogan's point, do you think that they should just, um, like the FBI tells them something? Do you think they should just ignore it and allow anything to get shed? I think when it comes to hate speech and things that might be, um, like to the point where it would hurt someone, like, like physically or like a hate Inside crime, hate violence. Speech, thank you then absolutely they should take it seriously. I think when it comes to free speech, anything goes, baby. 
I want to I want to be able to decipher on my own terms what is real, what is not. Fair enough. I like that too. But that is a breeding I'm not ground. Saying it's good. That is potentially a breeding ground for some wacky conspiracies. And look, Facebook is a private company. They are allowed to make those decisions. Look, there's no pornography on there, okay? We know where to get that. There's no, you know, crazy amount of hate crimes or violence happening there. But there are people trying to set up groups on there, which is a little sketchy. And they, you know, that's the kind of stuff that they're trying to stop, Mm. right? When somebody's, like, trying to incite a riot or something and start a group on Facebook for, like, white supremacy, yeah, fuck that. But how to, like, again, that is still free speech. So it's a little weird, you know, as much as I hate racism if somebody wants to come on campus and talk about it and i don't know it's a it's a weird subject because i agree with allowing people to have that freedom whether i agree with it or not yeah i mean free speech is awesome and it can be a pain in the ass too on that note let's jump over to alex berenson so this guy sued twitter big deal that's a big deal. And he got back on. And trying to sue our government as well, the White House, correct? Yeah, I mean, he's pissed. Come on, baby. But why would the White House even bother to talk? Don't they have bigger things to worry about than... than they've even commented on Joe Rogan and his quote-unquote misinformation. It's like, don't you guys... Aren't you running a country? You should prioritize a little bit more than how you're perceived politically. It's a bad move. I mean, look, this is a big deal for them, though. So I think they're going to take it seriously. They're going to have to because this is a big deal, getting sued. But this is never – has this ever happened before? Us finding out about the government hiding information through a private company? This is new shit. This well, is a new – What do you mean hiding it? Well, like suppressing it. Well, all they did is kind of put pressure on Twitter to have right. him removed. Right, to try to suppress information. Mm-hmm. Which they didn't like the dialogue. They didn't like the, they didn't like what was being said. It didn't help them. It didn't help their uh, ideolo- ideological <laughs> ideology. Yeah, didn't yeah. help their ideology. Thank you. Yeah, not good though. That's a slippery slope, and I think they're going to be in some real trouble. And good, just they, the they fact should that be. he won against Twitter is a good start for him. And you know, like he said, a lot of he wasn't he wasn't posting a bunch of insane stuff. He was doing research. This is what he was finding. He thought it was important that people should know because every so many people were just on the bandwagon of you know falling in love with the pharmaceutical companies all of a sudden, which just doesn't make any sense. I, not to recommend that ever. It's crazy. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah, I never, I never believed them, and I still got the jab for my family. You know, I just thought it was the right thing to do at the time. If I could go back, I would not get it. Really, I wouldn't get it. Strong stance. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love this point. guy, though. I love that he's just speaking what he's researching on. Like he's just being a, a journalist, man, a real journalist. And now he doesn't have, you know, the New York Times telling him what to do. As lame as it is that they fired him. Yeah, he's just on Substack now. Back to Substack. Doing good work. Love Substack. Whether you like their political ideology or the guy that was on Rogan last week or not, I mean, they're opening up a forum that's freer 
than it's, he other has no political of, ideology. He just wants he just wants freedom of speech. The owner of Substack. Yeah, he sounded pretty right wing. No, I, I disagree, man. Really? He's Canadian. Yeah, but he was like, I don't know. He was pretty pro life. He he was well. Seth Dillon was definitely pro life. I don't remember the, the other. I don't. I can't think of his name right now. Let me look through my notes. But um, regardless, Substack is great because he's not censoring things. Right, he's letting the journalists decide, and then the people are then deciding if they want to pay to hear these journalists' ideas. Right, like you have to pay to, to hear Alex Berenson's stuff. I mean, if you want the 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 newest updated version of some of his stuff, because I, I tried to read some of his shit on there and I couldn't because you had to pay for it. Oh, you do? Okay. But maybe he has other things that you don't have to. You know, mm. I'm I'm still trying to figure out how Substack works. And I mean, it's easy. Like some people have, some people you have to pay for their content. Others you don't. I figured also like they would give you maybe some free articles of people just so that kind of pulls you in. It's like, Chris, hey, if you like this, then yeah. yeah. It was, I think it was Chris, getting Seth Chris, Dillon and Chris Best. And Chris, Chris Best. I was getting Chris, those two confused. Yeah, he didn't talk about pro life anything. Oh. Um. So yeah, but so back to Berenson though. It reminded me of Gre- Glenn Greenwald. Similar thing happened with him, right? Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show when, at least in my opinion, when your company is getting paid seventy five percent of your advertising revenue is coming from Moderna, Pfizer. Yeah, are they going to allow descending opinions on their? On their vaccine, yeah, right, dude. Yeah, there's no freaking way. So here we go. Let's start something like Substack, dude. The newspapers are already pretty much done for. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go. I'm well, ready for the new the new media. They talked about CNN, right, and CNN Plus, and how that was a total disaster. What did they lose? Three hundred million in nobody believes. Two nobody believes anything anymore. They they're cleaning house though over there. And Rogan did say they've got rid of a bunch of those people. What's his name? Brian Salsa. Salsa. The guy who they remember Looks they like made. Humpty well, <laughs> yeah, but they made Rogan look like he had jaundice. Remember? Oh, that? that was so bad. Like, come on. It was crazy how they colorized his face and made him look all sick. He's and basically he's like, I've had COVID for thirty six hours. I'm feeling a lot better. Yeah. They made him look like he was Dead. the Hulk. He looked like the Hulk. <laughs> they hulked him out. <laughs> That's bad news. But Berenson, I am rooting for this guy, man. I'm rooting for him. You know he's going to come back on when the lawsuit with the White House is in full effect. It was interesting when he was talking about Fauci, about how you know Fauci's stepping down now probably because if, if the Republicans win, you know they're going to try to just crush him. I don't see what difference it would make. They would, because, He was basically saying they can't really subpoena him when he's not a government employee. Right. I feel well, like it's harder to. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he knows. But I feel like, look, if you want to get someone, I mean, it's not going to make a difference whether he's employed or not. As long as he's inside the country, right? They they can they can get some questions going. Well, for him to come out and say, you know, he never said that people need to stay home or they're going to die, you know, that's just ridiculous. Well, they played that video, didn't they? Yeah, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> But the gain-of-function research, I mean, we all know he did. He was doing that. We all know he was promoting it. Ob- Obama tried to get rid of it. Then Trump came in, and the Wuhan lab was opened back up, right? 
And now everyone who this was now something you would get kicked off a of Twitter for in the past for even mentioning that it came from the Wuhan lab. And now it's like, it came seems from like every, yeah, right. But it seems like everyone, like there's no descending, dissenting opinion on that anymore. Not many. Not many. Why the f- frick aren't we talking about that, Adam? Uh-huh. It's a big deal. Right. So people need to go on Substack and learn about things that are happening and are not getting suppressed by our media because well, so it's, much it's of it is su- such now. propaganda. And Joe said that in his apology video. It's like, look, misinformation today is not what it will be in the future. You know, back then, if you said not wearing a mask, don't do anything. You, that's misinformation. Yet right. today, they're like, it probably doesn't do anything. Right? Well, now they might be saying that. They weren't saying that before. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's changed. Right. Same thing with the lab. That changed. Also saying the vaccine stops you getting the virus and being able to transmit it. Oh, it definitely stops it. So get it. And now we're like, no, you still get it and you still can transmit it to people. Scary thing for me is that, you know, I know several people who have given the vaccine to their children. And that, that just, I just don't agree with that at all. I mean, we don't need to keep going on this topic. I mean, obviously, the, the point of this is that Berenson had ideas that are basically true now. Mm-hmm. They've come to find out. And he was not allowed to write about them. And he got fired from his prestigious job as a journalist for how many years at New York Times? Like 20? Yeah. I Ridiculous. mean, come on. Says a lot about that news platform, though. And people should pay attention to that. They're owned by the media. The media is owned by these companies who are giving us the vaccination. Pretty well, much. They're, they're definitely advertising a lot, though. Right, but who else is advertising? You know how freaked out media companies must be right now? That they're, That's their only advertiser. Yeah. Like, they're that's freaking out just as much as fucking magazines are. Well, they should get sponsored by Athletic Greens, then. <laughs> Better help. Yeah. Guess what? You guys might actually not get COVID if you're a little healthier. Yeah. Be, be healthier. <laughs> or you'll get through it like a cold. Yeah. Eat greens. Yeah. Lots of greens, you know. Get some on it equipment, work out. It's just, it's it's a little scary how much 1984, the book, is becoming so real. And, mm. s- and like, they're erasing history. And thank God we can look back on people like Fauci, Fauci and say, no, you said this, bro. But as soon as those things go a little bit further into the past, we tend to forget the past pretty mm-hmm. quickly. And that's what's scary. Well, I think what it was, these guys have been around so long. They were used to a time before you could Google stuff. I mean, look at the video with Biden, where he's like, I was top of my class. I got three degrees. You know, bullshit. Bullshit. And then they can look it up. And none of that stuff happened to be true. We all. It's like, dude, that is sloppy. I mean, he he wasn't that old then. His brain was working. So he was (laughs) lying. You know where you finished in your class. Was he, was he as bad as George W. the second? Well, I mean, as far as grades go, I don't, I don't know. Who knows? I'm just curious. I'm curious if that, like well, the the battle between those two. I mean, George W. Well, he wasn't a wasn't, lawyer. Wasn't the smartest. No, Bless president. Him. He, he did struggle. <laughs> he had some great bumbles. Yeah, he did. Some brilliant online yeah, he bumbles. Had sovereignty, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He struggled to say sovereign a lot of nation. But I don't know. Did he lie as? blatantly as that i mean he I, messed up a lot of things i just think cheney was running everything and he didn't know what the fuck was going on no doubt 
He was, yeah. He's I mean, probably like, I need to get a new job. One man's I need opinion. to go paint. He's like, Chaney, I don't know what's going on. I got to go golf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go read some children's books. I don't blame any of them. It seems way too stressful for one person to do that <sighs> job. Well, that's the scary thing about it is not that many people want that job. And so you get you don't get a huge uh, hiring pool of, mm. of candidates. Megalomaniacs like that job. Which, Liars. Yeah. 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 Doesn't really Psychos. attract the best people. <laughs> All right, let's jump over to Aaron Rodgers. It's a very like COVID misinformation heavy week. Love it. In a lot of ways, right? I just love that the truth is coming out now two years later. Well, it's just helpful to get real information now. It just feels like it's more accurate. And that's important. Like I just felt like we were being duped for a long time and it's frustrating. Well, what what frustrates me the most is that these companies are going to get away with it and it, it's going to be them. like Philip Morris, you know, 50 years later maybe they might get sued. Like isn't there isn't there a clause in their actual documents that say they can't be reprimanded for a lot of the things that happened because it was like a security like fast forwarded process where uh-huh. they didn't get you know it was an emergency situation so basically they're off the hook yeah they're immune to any laws that's crazy and i guess they was joe and aaron was saying there's some um data and documents that they don't want to release for 75 years yeah no that it's that, like yeah we we'll just wait till we're all dead and then we'll show you that where is, we fucked that's up. That's real. That's happening right now, and no one's talking about it because the media is owned by Pfizer. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Well, look, Aaron had a hard time, and I've talked to a couple of people about Poor him guy. being on the show, and their first response was, well, he lied to his team. No, and he of didn't. Course, no, well, he didn't. But hold on. They didn't listen to the Rogan pod, and they're not doing a ton of research into it. So they've heard the clickbaity bullshit that the media puts out, and they're all on the bandwagon of just everyone needs to work together and just suck it up and get this. Right. It's like he would have got sick. I don't know what the extent of his allergy to that certain chemical would be, yeah. but maybe not good. So it he didn't like want to do protein, it. Protein that was in there that you that he was allergic to. But they, you know, they treated him and other players that didn't get it. Well, pretty poorly, even if they followed all of the rules. I mean, rough. Look, he was immunized, which is what he said. I've been immunized. And that's he was he was the what he was doing was probably better for you than just getting a shot. I in my opinion. Yeah, they're super athletes. And they're, and they're, they're super healthy. Athletes. You know, they talk they talked about that guy, the tennis guy right now. I can't think of his name. He he he's not allowed to play right now, today. Oh, that's because right. he it, didn't get was vaccinated. It Nadal? I can't. No, remember it's not Nadal. No. It's some other younger guy. But they talked about it in. I think Berenson was talking about that as well. Mm-hmm. It's like you're a super athlete. You're gonna get through it. He and what did he say? He got Rogers was was um, you know got the virus from another player who was vaccinated. Yeah. You know, of course. I mean, whatever. Vaccinated, not vaccinated. You're gonna probably get it. And hopefully you're healthy and you're going to get through it if you're healthy. Why aren't we talking about it that way? Because it's all in it's or so all ridiculous. out. It's so ridiculous. I mean, if the White House are going to get Twitter to take people off, that you know, they're basically shutting down all information that doesn't agree with them. Because of money, I think. 
Who knows? Well, just compliance. They well, just want that, you to do what they say. Well, that was scary, seeing the n- National Health Organization guy saying that it's all about compliance. Or no, that was the Pfizer guy. Yeah, that was creepy. Oh, imagine, about, the imagine the compliance. You're like, what? It's very scary. I Look, I have not, I don't follow football a ton. I do. I did know who Aaron Rodgers was. He's obviously in a brilliant quarterback. Um, but I remember, you know, I, I remember how he kicked Tom Brady's ass in golf because they just came to Moonlight Basin last summer, which is, you know, an hour from here. And he, I could just tell I liked the guy. Yeah, that was the most I had seen of him, honestly. Of, mm-hmm. Other than playing football, you don't hear him talk. I don't listen to press conferences other than, you know, listen to this Rogan. And I, I've got respect for the guy. And poor guy lost a lot of friends over it but like rogan was saying those weren't really your friends if they're gonna if they're not gonna be your friends after you know because you didn't want to get vaccinated look when i was duped at first i got into a fight with my brother-in-law about it about our children and the school that they were going to yeah i remember that yeah and 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 guess what we made up right afterwards because we're brothers and that's what we do we both felt so bad and it was just opinions and guess what Good for him. He never got vaccinated. Proud of him for sticking up for what he believed in. And you know what? That's everybody's choice. And that's basically what Rogers is saying. It's everybody's choice. And you're going to make me, you're going to bastardize me, and you're going to bastardize my team because of a decision that I'm making. Of, oh, it's a health decision. He, he was allergic. But think about it, right? If we went back to then when you two were fighting, yeah. you would have been on Aaron's case too. It's no. like it happened. I, I don't it know happened if I, to a lot of people. I don't know if I would have been. I was not upset with my brother-in-law for not getting the vaccine. What I was upset about is that our daycare, and this is getting a little too personal, so I apologize, but our daycare was not allowing people to go if they weren't vaccinated. I was saying that that's her prerogative. I didn't agree with her prerogative. I said that that is her prerogative as a private business owner. That That was it. That was our disagreement. Which is kind of fairly reasonable. Like, honestly. hey, man, sorry, this it was is a her weird decision, time. and you, but whatever. It was a weird time, and it separated a lot of families. That is the point, and it sucks that that was the case. And luckily, we were able to get through it very quickly because he's my brother, and I love him. But it, but like, there's still those opinions happening today. They're not as bad as they were. But I, I would say that most people at this point would be like, yeah, good for Aaron Rodgers, but. Poor guy went through hell for, what, a year and a half? Yeah, he said no privileges on the road. He was tested every day, and I guess the people with the vaccine were tested every two weeks, so constantly tested, had to go wait in his car. Um, it, I mean, in a lot of ways, it's it's like a level of discrimination. Exactly. Almost. For And it's a health decision. Like, people make religious decisions all the time that we don't question because it's it's based on their religion. Like, I don't eat cow or I don't drink milk because of my religion. Who questions that? Like, who questions somebody who says, I only eat kosher? No, nobody. Right? Yeah. It's, it's messed up. I mean, and, and it is good that Rogan has people like this on because it gets people talking about it. It's important. It's important people talk about this stuff, even though people are kind of tired of it. In a lot of ways, I am. You know? Yeah, I mean, this I'm is where we get about it. 90% of our hate from. Is when we mention this stuff and people get so worked up. And well, I'm like, look, get a guys, life. we're having conversations. And and also get a life. Yeah. <laughs> Cheer up. <laughs> like, 
Cheer up now. Like, the world is good if you, if you well, I, sh- I can't say that. It's a broad term, but I think if your attitude is what creates your world, right? I mean, look, just being negative all the time is not going to work for you at all. Yeah. And, and be open to changes in thought. Like, I'm not stuck to all my ideas, too. Like, look at you. You've come around. That's just You it. see something different. And it wasn't required. I'm not sitting around waiting for everyone to agree with me. I'm just trying to make sure that my thinking yeah. makes sense. I, I So for me, I think at first I, I, I did cling to the narrative. But I, I think for me it was more like I don't want to kill a grandma. And that's why I did it. But it, But looking back, I'm like, well, did that really help that much i mean whatever we, we don't have to talk about it anymore but but i know I, what you're saying this every, is what a lot yeah. of people thought that and I we get just it. we were fed this this narrative and it was scary it was fear-based and it was and believable and it was believable and it was just one of those things that none of us had ever experienced and we had to go through it it really and, highlights to me though people's thinkings like i have some friends now that you know in a lot of ways i don't you know, I'm still holding conversations with them, but when it comes to their strong opinions about certain things that they're putting together in their mind, I'm kind of dismissive. Are you saying of it. this is mostly COVID-based? Yeah, I mean, to some degree. I mean, that's where I really highlighted it. Yeah, because there were just certain elements that you just see them right. I was like, they closed the beaches in California. Yeah, that, and some that of my sucks. friends were so dismissive of it immediately. Well, I mean, you know, it's just safety, and I'm like, hold on, it's outside and it's a beach. Yeah, you're not close and together. don't this go if you mad. don't want to. Don't go if you don't want to. Don't you stay inside all yeah, fucking but they, day? They were all over it, and it was just I accepted. Don't get it. it was like they were just waiting for the next bit of information that they needed to follow, yeah. and they just did it. But they also would defend it. There was like no frustration no, in their it, minds. It is very strange the way that we were duped. Just, I mean, I, it reminds me of Hitler. Like these people believed this crazy psychopath who was on fucking methamphetamines all day long, spouting hatred, and they were like, "Yeah, follow this guy." And the same fucking thing happened here. Everyone's like, "Yeah, follow the narrative." Yeah, we're gonna get sick if we go outside. Yeah, this is bad. No one was like, "Hey, take vitamin D, get healthy, go to the gym." The only people that are dying from this are fat and unhealthy already. And I shouldn't say fat, overweight, excuse me. But but like those are the stats now. Pretty much. So like Look, how, where the, was the government saying eat well? At the end of the day, the only people that really did great out of this whole thing, well, there were some billionaires that made a ton of money, but it was it's the pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical companies. Yes. And they're off the hook. Yeah. And like how anyone didn't see that coming, I don't know. Like that to me is it just astounding. It's. What do you think about the student loan forgiveness? That one, that one's about? a that one's a mixed bag for me because I paid back all my student loans. I know plenty of people who haven't, and they're probably stoked. I think it it's it's one of those topics. It's not a a right or wrong, a yes or a no. It's a it's there's a lot of. What have you? To it's, quote my my friend, of, the dude. It's kind of like a band aid on a sore that's well, not going to heal. Make college because, cheaper, but that's the problem. All right, we get that rid is of the problem. College is too expensive. All right, don't talk over me. Sorry. We got we got the they take out the debt, right? Let's say they wipe it for everybody, but then all the new kids going to school are still paying these outlandish amounts. That shit's just going to come back. 
And what are we going to yeah. do? Every generation, we got to wipe that out? It seems to me like, why can't we just say, okay, from here on out, college institutions, unless you're going to a private Harvard or Stanford, fine, make those expensive, whatever. That's like the 1% anyways that can't afford it or even get in because they're not smart enough or whatever. Daddy wasn't rich enough. Daddy wasn't rich enough to pay for the library. But... <laughs> What, like, why can't we just make school cheaper? I mean, they talk about free college. Bernie talked about free, um, you know, we have free public school. Why can't we have free college? E- even if it was free, um, you know, not university, but colleges, right? Like two-year programs. Like, yeah, the first, year, the first two years are free. After that, it costs X amount. That, to me, that's more of a solution-based not like we're going to forgive your bar tab and then all of a sudden all the new guys just start up a new bar tab. Well, they've just become such massive institutions with so many employees, employee upon employee. Oh, we got to have a whole nother department now to deal with this revenue. Da, da, da. It's, they've just made themselves so massive and so convoluted yeah. that they wouldn't even know where to start to make it cheaper now. It's almost like certain government institutions. They get so big that they're like justifying their own existence by, who knows, doing the books for other departments because they're so big. It's just there's just too much money being transferred into the schools. I think that's the problem. Again, like you said, it's a Band-Aid. You know, I believe in people just taking a year off anyways when they get out of school. Yeah, go be a plumber. Or, yeah, trade school. You can make way more money way faster. You're not spending hardly anything on doing it. And don't go to school if you don't know what the hell you want to do Do right off the bat. I don't think it needs to be this thing that we make people feel bad for not doing. That you have to do. Yeah, it's like Otherwise if you want to do it, do it. And if you don't want to do it, then take a year off. If you want to do it and take a year off, like I just, I would just reiterate that taking a year off after high school is probably a good thing. Go travel. Go fuck off. Mm. You're 18. Yeah. You don't have to know what you're... That's the problem is no one really knows what they want to do. There's a there's a minuscule amount of people who are like, I know what I want to do. Right? Yeah. And it's hard to know what you want to do, though. It, yeah. Especially at 18, 19. That's, y- it's yeah. tough. You don't need to know. That's, Some, but sometimes you have to go to college to figure it out. And I get that, too. And look, I wanted to go to college. But a lot of people are a little confused about it. A lot of people don't know. And then they... Or whatever. They listen to their parents, right? Like like saying that you need to be a doctor or a lawyer that that's to me where it gets screwed up is that a lot of these people who are spending hundreds and thousands of dollars on school loans never wanted to be a lawyer to begin with. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like arts. I went to art school. It wasn't that expensive. I paid it off in 10 years. It was like 200 bucks a month for 10 years. I just, it was just an auto pay, you know? Yeah. And like, that's I, more reasonable. That seemed fine to me. That seemed reasonable. The people that get out that owe $150,000, it's just so absurd, you know? If they're like 24 and yeah, I mean, maybe struggling parents, to get a job. Maybe parents need to talk to their kids more and not let them be dumb. Mm. That seems like a decision that like an 18-year-old shouldn't be making on his own, maybe. Well, that's the point. They're right. kind of getting duped. Right. You know, it's like you can't buy a house at 18. Yeah, it's like here's a credit card. But they but they lend you a hundred grand that you can never get out of. That's what the fucked up part is. You even in bankruptcy, right, dude? Not yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, so. it almost comes back. Look, there was one quote that they said, and I want to finish on that. And it, you know, doesn't relate to the student loan thing, but it's just, it's just like 
being able to ask questions, right? The same as the COVID stuff, and this is something that happened during that time, is Aaron said, science that can't be questioned isn't science anymore. Oh, it's I propaganda. Re- yep. I wrote that down. So important to have that. And it's so true. Dude, say if it you again. Notice say that it again. It's so good. Science that can't be questioned isn't science anymore. It's propaganda. Yes. So yeah. anytime that you're trying to hold a conversation or find more information out about something and people just won't hold the discussion, there's a red flag there. Right? There is. I'm just it's, glad you mentioned that. I had that starred because, wow, yeah. that is so true in our day and age. Thank science God. is supposed to be questioned. Yeah. Everything should be questioned. We're right, but science, it, like, that's the point of science. That's true. Yeah, that <laughs> is definitely there, I would like, say. What the fuck is going on? We better figure this out and ask more questions. They're like, no, no questions. No. We have all the answers. Don't question it. How, can I just bring up the Santa Claus, the eating uh, Amanita Mysteria? Because I had heard of that before, and they brought it up again, but I didn't hear of that book this is towards the end. They were talking about the sacred mushroom and the cross. Oh yeah, Rogan banged on about this read, book. All I need the time. to read this book. It's it's wild. Have I mean, you read it? No, but oh. it's wild. I've seen a lot of excerpts from it. Yeah. It's wild because of how long that guy did research for. Dude, he wasn't eighteen years yeah, with he the was, sacred scrolls. And the reason they hired him is because he was really good at interpreting old writings. He just came to that. It's not like he went in going, "Oh, I'm gonna fuck all this up for everybody." No. No, he's he like this some random dude. This is what I've, I'm finding. And people freaked out. They're like, oh, shit. We can't have you interpret it this way. So what he's clearly saying that he they were talking about mushrooms in the text, and they like took it out. They deleted it. Kind of. They I need changed to read. the meaning. I need to read this book. Yeah. Wild. Let's get a copy. All right. All right. On that note, what a week. What a big week. Go buy some Oculus Quest Two glasses, folks. And Play stop with that. talking trash on Aaron Rodgers. The guy's awesome. He's all, he's all right. He's a good He good seems fella. like a great guy. And that's it for this week. Thank you all so much for tuning in. And chat with you later. Bye. Peace.